Welcome to the Confident with Tech podcast, where today we explore the world of tech tools that make our digital businesses possible. I'm your host, Kylie Ross, and in today's episode, we're diving into some of the most popular and effective tools for creating and editing content across blogs, social media, collateral for online courses and coaching, and your websites. We'll be exploring Canva, Descript, Camtasia, Snagit, and ClickUp. So grab your notepad because you'll want to take notes. And if you're driving and you can't be taking notes, you can always pop over onto the transcript later at techsavvycreatives.com forward slash podcast. Right, let's kick things off with Canva. This is a tool I personally love for its simplicity and flexibility. Whether you're a graphic design pro or just starting, Canva's drag and drop feature makes creating beautiful graphics a breeze. From social media posts to blog headers, it's all there. I'm going to start with the cool feature I'm currently playing around with inside Canva called Mad- Care Magic Writing. This feature seems to be a bit of a game changer for anyone who struggles with writing captivating content, but we all. With Magic Writing, Canva uses artificial intelligence to suggest improvements to your text, making it more engaging and impactful, which is what we all want, isn't it? It's like having a personal writing assistant right at your fingertips. Almost every app is creating AI functionality, so make sure you check out how it can fit into your current workflow. There will be a whole episode on AI shortly, so remember to subscribe and not miss any of the great tips that are coming. Another fantastic feature that Canva offers is Bulk Create. I've just nearly discovered this and I'm working on ways to incorporate it into my workflow. So what is it? If you find yourself needing to create multiple designs with similar elements, this feature will save you a ton of time and effort. For example, if you post weekly YouTube content and you want to use a similar template and change out the title and image, you create the template and then import the values for multiple titles and images. It's just like a mail merge for those who remember creating them. I'm still working out how it can streamline my workflow and I'm hoping it will boost productivity. And there's another great feature that I do use quite regularly and that's uh, resize. So what you can do is you can duplicate and modify existing designs in just a few clicks. So whether you're creating social media posts or presentation slides, this feature streamlines your workflow and it really boosts productivity. So what I mean here is if you're not familiar with Canva, once you create, say, a Facebook post, but if you want to do a Pinterest pin, which is usually longer, whereas Facebook could be a square, what you can do is you can choose to resize your Facebook and it, it actually replicates, it copies into a new design and it sizes it for Pinterest. Now, you do then have to go in and do some editing because your graphics or your text won't necessarily automatically move into the right sizing but it's a really quick way of getting all the design elements into all into all your social media sizes uh, very quickly then all you need to do is download them and add them to your posts okay so i know we're going quite fast but the the purpose of the podcast today is just to highlight quite a few of the really cool features that i find in these tools that i use daily now canva before we move off of that it also has what I love, a really uh, great library of templates. 
So you could go through and say, I want to do a presentation. I want to do a business card. I want to do a social media post. And you can search for different topics. So my topics are usually around tech. But you can really search for pretty much anything that you want. <coughs> it can come up with pre-designed templates that you can choose. You don't need the pro plan for templates, but you will for magic writing and resizing and bulk creation. But for me, the, the small price I pay per month for Canva is awesome considering all the features I get and the amount of time that it saves me. All right, my next game-changing tech tool is Descript. Now, if you've not heard of Descript yet, it's an amazing tool for audio editing and so much more. I started using Descript a couple of years ago now because I wanted to be able to transcribe my podcasts quickly and easily. I didn't want to sit there and have to listen to my podcast and type and listen and type. It's for videos as well. And you can edit, you can record a video in Descript or somewhere else and, and bring, drag it in. And then you can edit it just like a Word document which is what I do for these videos um, that I make of all my YouTube channel for everything, for my socials, um, for my podcast. I edit everything in Descript. And it's just so easy. I was faffing around with mics and headphones and all the things to try and make the sound better and, you know, which room do I need to be in and do I have to shut all the windows and turn off the air conditioning and all the things. And it's try, you know, if anyone's tried to do this yourself at home, it drives you insane. But now I don't have to worry about that. So if the neighbors are being a little bit loud or a dog barks outside, it doesn't appear in my in the audio and whatever video or podcast I'm recording because Descript has this feature called Studio Sound. Now, what this does is that when you enable it, you can set the percentage of how strong you want to get rid of all the background noise around you. It really is great. And it's just, a, it was a complete game changer for me when I did that because then I don't need expensive tech. I don't need a fantastic microphone. I don't need to make sure everyone's quiet and I'm in this little zone or recording from a cupboard. Um, I can just get on with it. I just get in and do it. And if some noise happens, I don't worry about it because the studio sound will edit it out later on. Easy peasy. Okay, so we've talked about the editing, uh, the studio sound, and it also, it will transcribe. So as you're working through it, it's like a Word document with the video next to it or just the audio if you're doing audio. And you can fix up the the text as you go so you can delete edit change if it doesn't spell something the way that you like or it didn't hear your voice correctly you can edit that you can also re-record over that word if it didn't come out clearly enough it's just so quick and easy and you could then export the transcription as either a text file or a word document but the brilliant part is that you can do it is what's called a .srt file. So what that does is when you load a video up onto a platform like YouTube, or I also use Kajabi for all. I also use Kajabi for all my online courses, and I upload videos there that I also edit through Descript. The .srt file you can load up as well, and what that does is that's your transcription as captions. 
So as you've recorded it and edited it and corrected spelling, etc., if that's ne necessary, because once it gets used to your voice, there's less and less editing to do, which is really great. But yeah, you can, and then users uh, can choose to turn on captions or not. So that's another game changer as well. Now, another feature, Descript, which I'm about to try out. I haven't yet, but Descript has recently announced that they purchased Squadcast, which is a software platform that allows podcasters to record interview-style podcasts. Similar to a Zoom interview, but the quality is way better with no buffering partway through your recording. If you've ever tried to record a long session on Zoom, you know how the quality can falter, not be perfect. It's, it's not great sometimes. Okay. And, but the best part about this edition is that there's no change to Descript's pricing model. It's just going to be included. So I'm about to, I'm going to try that out. I'm going to start looking for people to interview on the podcast here and test out Squadcast. And then I'll do an episode about how Squadcast works with Descript for you a little bit later on. Okay. Now, that is quite a lot of information as well. So I, if you'd like to go and check out Descript, you can go and find the links. So I do have affiliate links because it's a product I love, I use, and I'm happy to recommend it. Over on my website at techsavvycreatives.com forward slash podcast, you'll find this, the current podcast. And all the tools that I talk about in the podcast are listed there with links on how to get to them. Not all of them I'm an affiliate for. Some of them don't offer affiliate programs, but they're all the, all the links are there on how to find these apps if you're interested. Okay, so let's move on to a few others. Now, moving on to video creation and editing. Now, I did mention that you can use Descript to record video in and you can edit it and add titles and images and things. I'm still working my way through how all of that works compared to my favorite tool, Camtasia and Snagit, which are products by TechSmith. So Camtasia, I find brilliant for video editing and screen recording. And Snagit is something that I use more for capturing screenshots and quick video uh, clips if I want to just show someone something. So whether you're... So whether you're creating long-form videos, courses, coaching materials, or just social media blasts, I use Camtasia for that at the moment. I'm considering whether I will move to Descript or not, but Camtasia has quite a lot of features that I've spent some time learning it. it none of, no tech you can just plug and play and it's all just everything. You've got to spend a little bit of time figuring out some of the features. So I did that with Camtasia. I haven't yet fully explored Descript for the video editing side of it, but what I have been playing with looks really cool. So it may, and, and the whole point of why we talk about all these tools is you want to have a good tech toolkit that suits you and you don't want to be paying for all these tools where they all do the same thing. So watch the space. We will have an upcoming episode comparing Camtasia with Descript 
it'll also be on my YouTube as well because that one I think needs to be quite visual. Okay, now in saying that, Camtasia did take some learning. I was completely new to video creation and editing when I tried it out and I tried a few different tools at the time and the way that my brain worked, Camtasia was my choice and I've been with that for a few years now and I'm loving that. Now, what I've found with Camtasia and it, it works not the cheapest option in the box, but Camtasia does have what they call Camtasia assets. So there's pre-recorded video snippets, audio images that you can sign up for a subscription for, a yearly subscription, and you can use any of these assets into your, your own videos. And if you're someone who wants to make your videos a little bit more engaging and have a little bit of like B-roll that you don't have time to go out and record exactly what you need, this is perfect for that. Then on top of that, Camtasia also have templates that you can look at so, and you can create your own, which I have done. I've taken some of theirs and I've created them. I'll have different types of tech tip tutorials compared to the podcast and I'll have it have some sliders come in with a, a header slide in and something else going on. And But I'll have a similar format and I then just have to drag and drop the bits of my video into the template and then just tweak up the words and maybe change a colour in behind the scenes. So it makes it so much faster and easier to edit. And those sort of things is not something that Descript has at this point in time. So this is why I'm still with Camtasia because I've got my workflow down to a nice streamlined routine and it works really well. But we will see. So once I've done that, once I've done my video, I don't tend to spend a lot of time editing it in Camtasia. I export it to video and then I just import that into script. So essentially you can just drag and drop that to the script and it automatically starts describing it. So it automatically starts transcribing it. I then turn on the features for studio sound and ducking, and then I wait for it to do all its stuff, and then I go through and edit it. So it's just a matter of hitting play and listening to it talk and then editing any of the text, or if I repeat myself or I make a mistake when I stumble over words, I might want to just delete that sentence. And it just makes the whole process getting this podcast and any of my video tutorials out to you so much faster. Okay, so that's the script. So the last one on my list today is ClickUp, which I know I talk about fairly regularly, but it does so many things. It's a comprehensive project management tool. And if you listen to my last podcast, you I talked quite a bit about this tool as a project management tool, but today I'm going to talk about how I use it in my content planning and creation process. So think content calendar. So, and if we think, if we use the podcast as an example, each podcast or it could be a piece of content is a task. And in the description of the task, I do the writing. So I write up the script, what I'm going to talk about and have it all there ready. Now, ClickUp also has an AI writing option, and I'm testing that in comparison to ChatGPT Chat at the moment because I really like ChatGPT, and I'm paying the subscription version for that. But 
I'm I'm still just working out if I can replace that with the AI writing tool in ClickUp because I do all my writing mostly in ClickUp. So I'll come back to, again, that's another upcoming episode and, and YouTube tutorial in that one just on its own. So I'll keep you posted. So what I do is the way I approach it for content, for social media, for podcasts, for YouTube, is I start with chat GPT and I say, can you give me an outline for this topic? These are the things I want to discuss. And then I go and flesh it out with my own use cases, my own experiences, my own topics I'll, I'll add in there as well. And because especially if I'm discussing tech tools and how I use them, AI can't replicate that knowledge. Well, it can't yet anyway. So that's how I start it and how I work it and how I can streamline the process. Once I've written the content, I then record it in Camtasia and then I edit and transcribe into script. And then the finished file is then uploaded to wherever I'm posting it to. So I just export it and I'll post it with the SRT file and the captions. Now, if I'm creating social media posts, I have a separate task for each platform. So I've got my podcast and then I've got a little process in ClickUp where I've done an automation to say replicate. That's just the word I used for it. I hit a button and it creates a uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Pinterest posts for me. Those are the social media platforms that I currently use. And that way I can put different words into those individual posts. I can choose the publishing date and time for those posts once my podcast is then live and using an automation tool which is and using an automation tool called make.com which was formerly known as Integromat and um, it then I've got an automation that says when the publish date and time comes around it then will publish that post so on ClickUp I have the content that I want to post with any hashtags, links, etc., whether it's uh, an image or a video, and also noted with podcasts, with the script, you can also create a little waveform file. So if you've seen that little wave that wiggles when someone talks, it's just an image, but they do a little one minute, 60 seconds of their podcast to try and entice you in. It's a little video, so it's a 60-second video. And so you, all of these things you can just add on to ClickUp and then with this automation, it then goes and posts it to my social media platforms of choice. And so Click, ClickUp is one of my favourite tools. Now, there are others out there. There's SmartSuite, there's Notion, there's Asana, there's heaps, and you can integrate them using different integration tools. I love ClickUp because of all the, the – I love ClickUp because of how it, it – my brain works well with the logic and the layout and how that works and, and all the features in it. And then having to use an integration tool called Make. There are others as well, but this one, Value for Money, hands down, was the, the best one I found. And then I no longer need a, a sharing platform like Buffer or Hootsuite or any of those. So I can save myself that expense each month by just having this automation tool post them out. I did have to think about how to get it all to work. It was a little bit of playing around. But if that's something that interests you, I am going to package that up and have that as a, a little mini online course that you'll be able to purchase in a couple of weeks' time to 
maybe use yourself if you want to. Okay. Okay. And that's a wrap on today's episode. Again, we've explored some amazing tools and I hope you found something new to add to your toolkit or to investigate further or a feature to add of a tool that you already have. And just remember, these tools are all about enhancing creativity, not replacing it. So just, you know, just run with them, see what they can do. Do you have a favourite tool or a question about today's episode? If you do, you can reach out to me on any of my socials or over on the website at techsavvycreatives.com. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep creating.